This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. Oh shit! It's Vince Russo! Vince McMahon's best kept secret. I am the anti-Christ of professional wrestling. David Arquette won the world title. I've got a wife, three kids at home, and I really don't need this shit. How can this show be so awful, Mr. McMahon? I didn't think it was. The angle of the pole match. And Hogan, you big bald son of a bitch, kiss my ass. Judy Bagwell on a forklift match. McMahon is the family, the rock, they screwed us all. Now you're the editor, right? Yes, I am. I'm from New York. I'll get down right nasty. This is Vince Russo's The Brand. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to Castrating the Marks. I am Vince Russo. This is Jeff Lane, a.k.a. Jerry Lane. My wish list is busting at the seams, bro. Let's say that right off the bat, bro. Right off the bat, bro. This is castrating the marks, man. I have a feeling this is going to be a good show, Jeff, because there's a lot out there. I'm reading a lot out there. I'm seeing a lot of comments uh, online, and uh, I just have a feeling that you got a lot of good stuff uh, in store for today. We do, and a tiny spoiler for the closer later in the show. We have the entire seven-minute Tony Khan in front of the crowd in Chicago. He was out there for seven minutes, and we'll have that later on bro that is great because i'm gonna be honest with you jeff i think i saw about maybe the first 30 to 40 seconds yeah that's that's all i've really seen bro will we have an update on this jeff you know i saw a poster at the uh, train station at wembley and obviously if you go to wembley you know there's stuff but i mean as far as you know the whatever it is um out and about at um buckingham palace area um, nothing. There were no all-out posters at Buckingham Palace. Well, I didn't expect them, but I expected something. You know, like you go Jeff, around. You know this. This was so bizarre when you played the clip last week that, like, we forgot to even mention. Bro, we're talking about a television show that eight hundred thousand people watch. Yeah, in this country, I'm pretty sure it's less there. Yeah, bro. Yeah, exactly. And they're supposed to have a uh, AEW banner uh, waving from the rafters at Buckingham Palace. And Jeff, what did we say? Not for anything. What did we say? It's going to be a huge event. We're going to do huge numbers. And we are going to go right back to the same exact number. Did Bro, did we not say that? Several times. Okay. Is that not exactly what? So, like, what does it, what does it all mean, bro? Is this company going to be all about doing three or four big shows a year? Like, is, is that what this company is all about? Is that what professional wrestling is all about now, bro? Because, bro, you wait till Monday Night Football. You wait. Bro, I'm telling you, we're looking at with Raw, 
Bro, we're going to be hovering around 1.3. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you. I'm, I'm telling you, bro. That's where we're going. So what, what has wrestling really become, bro? We have four big shows a year, and that's wrestling? AEW. I mean, here's Meltzer thinking the entire city of London was going to be excited <laughs> that this event was going on, but nobody cared except for the 80,000 people that were there, and a lot of them weren't even from London. You know, they, they, right. traveled, they traveled around. So it's it's very niche when you got people. Let's take Billy Corgan, for instance, with NWA. We've seen the interviews. We've seen the product. He's trying to do things not appealing to the marks to try to broaden the audience. But the problem is when you're a smaller company, so goes WWE. So goes the rest of the industry. So there's not people looking for wrestling because when they think wrestling, they think WWE. I don't like that. So they're not looking for something like NWA. So it, it affects the people that are trying to do things the right way. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. You're you're dead on about that. Uh, Any shout outs? No. Yeah, Um, I don't have any either, but I did load up the wish list (laughs) for the holidays. Guys, there's a lot of stuff on there I really want. Like, seriously, and and I haven't gotten anything in a while. And, like, literally the holidays are right around the corner, bro. So, come come on. Like, seriously. (laughs) Seriously, bro. All right, bro. Let's let's get down to business, Jeff, because I just feel like we're going to have a lot of good clips today. Well, do you remember, I guess it was five years ago, when Cody and the Bucks ran that first all-in it was before Tony Khan. It was before AEW. Mm-hmm. They drew like 11,000 people. And you remember they put out the T-shirt with the attendance on it. And we were we had a good laugh with that. Like, why oh, are you selling no, a t- no, T-shirt? No, it, it's not a new T-shirt, Jeff. Tony Khan is not wearing a new T-shirt, is he, bro? Well, let's look at this new T-shirt on the AEW shop that was sent in by Matthew Ortiz, you can buy the 81,035 attendance. Who, 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 who's the idiot walking around with that T-shirt? <laughs> who, who, who's the idiot walking around wearing that T-shirt? Like, see, I, I'm being dead serious now. Who's the idiot walking around wearing that T-shirt? Especially if you weren't there. Can you, I, I'm sure there's people buying this that weren't even there. <laughs> like, oh my why would you wear God, an attendance bro. figure on a shirt? Oh my <laughs> God, bro. Like seriously, bro. It's the exact same design as the one that they did before with the eleven thousand on it too. Oh God, bro. Who's the who's the moron buying that shirt and, and walking around with it? That that that's that that's the moron I want to be. <laughs> Hey, bro, do you know I'm looking behind you, Jeff? I did not know this, right? I got a uh, Mike Durbin today sent me a Funko uh, figure of Mike Durbin. Of himself? Of himself. And I'm like, well, what, <laughs> bro? Awesome. You know, I, I'm assuming. Show it. Where is it? Well, it's it's in my DM. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. But I'm assuming he did this on the computer. Bro, for 30 bucks, you can get your own Funko. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Bro, I think that's unbelievable. I mean, bro, I got a lot of Funkos. And, I, and, and you know, bro, the average price is $10.99 to $12.99. For 30 bucks to have your own Funko? <laughs> I think that's freaking unbelievable, bro. I had no idea. And, and I, also, I also assumed he probably had to wait three months for this thing. He said he got it in two weeks. It looks just like Durbin. He's got a guitar in his hand. <laughs> it, it, it looks like literally like he sent a picture and they they made this thing for him, bro. It was freaking amazing. 
I'd like to see that. Well, let's go to this clip. This was sent in by Paul B., and Paul thought that this was really funny. When I worked with Ric Flair, we never had a crossword. We've never had an issue. I was never disrespectful to him. I was always very disrespectful to him. Oh, my. (laughs) Very nice, bro. Bro, I swear to God, sometimes, man, I do so many freaking, uh, I do so many uh, uh, podcasts in a day. Like, uh, sometimes I feel like I'm punch drunk, you know, bro? Bro, I think I can show you this. I can't believe this was 30 bucks. Look at that. <laughs> That's awesome. Isn't that freaking <laughs> awesome, bro? I, I, I can't believe that, bro. Here's the, here's the packaging. <laughs> That's awesome. I can't believe that. I can't believe they're making these. They, 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 they I can't believe they're, they're not charging a hundred dollars for this. I know. Even in the box with the name, I know on the box thirty freaking bucks, bro. That is freaking awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. Oh yeah. All right, let me get that out. All right, go ahead, Jeff. What's next? Well, I don't know if you've heard about this new show on the Roku channel. It's about the NFL draft, and it's called "The Pick Is In." Well, Aaron sent in the promotional poster. That Roku has out there. <laughs> and if you guys are on the audio, you got Jerry Jones. I don't know who the guy in the in the bottom right is. You got Roger Goodell. In, in the bottom left, Tony Khan. It's he's on the freaking poster for this. <laughs> uh, bro, I swear to God, when I when I'm looking at him there and the the uh, the ever loving poodle sitting on his head, h- how is that not a rip? I don't know. It's hilarious. I mean, how is 32 that? teams, all the executives in the 32 teams, he's the one that gets picked. Wait, who sent this in? Aaron, but this is real because I found it. Aaron did not superimpose Poodlehead in there. No, he sent me a picture that was taken off of the TV. So I went to find the, the real image. This is legit. This is one hundred percent legit. Oh my god, bro! Unbelievable, <laughs> unbelievable, <laughs> dude! I'm telling you, man, he is something else. We're gonna get to more of it later, but <laughs> whoever laid that out to, I mean, Jeff, pull that back up. Can I? Can I give somebody like, uh, you know, what? Uh, you know, just a uh, layout one hundred and one tips, okay, bro? You're supposed to be looking into the image. Okay, so the, so Tony Khan and this guy should be flipped, and uh, Goodell and uh, Jones should be flipped. You're supposed to be looking to the middle of the page for for all of the all of those who know. So this is this is totally messed up, bro. <laughs> but anyway, what's next, Jeff? This dude is everywhere. <laughs> Have you heard of Effie? He's independent wrestler. Effie, I I heard of him, but I'm going to be honest. I don't know too much about him. Well, I guess he's got his own podcast now. This clip sent in by Scott Smith. Uh, he's talking about Dave Meltzer. If Dave Meltzer likes the match, good for him. But for us to base our whole life on this one guy putting stars in front of your name, wake wake up, pal. You're incorrect. This is we have to move away from this dumbass system. It also creates these situations where you're like, we're in match, uh, we're in minute 18 of the match, and he, oh, he kicked out at two. Everybody thinks they got to go 40 minutes in every fucking match they do so they can get their little Dave Meltzer star rating. It's embarrassing. 
It's if it's not over in ten minutes, it's not going to get over in twenty two. And if that's the guy who likes it the best, I don't care. He is not even paying to be at the show. You know, bro, he he looks a little younger. I don't know, Effie. I don't know anything about him. Is there any way? Can you get an age on him? I'm just curious because my my point is this, right? Hopefully, bro, he's probably thirty. He's probably early thirties. Thirty three. Bro, am I dead on with that? About, <laughs> uh, with ages, I am dead on with that stuff. But my point is, bro, if young, if more younger guys start saying this, then may, maybe like this ridiculousness will go away. So it's it's really good to see a thirty three year old guy. He looks like you know, good looking guy, intelligent guy in his prime. It is good to see somebody like that say it and not not an old veteran, bro, because you know us. We're all bitter, bro. We're all bitter because Dave never gave us five stars and Dave didn't make me Booker of the Year. So I'm bitter. So so hopefully, hopefully more younger guys will start thinking this way, bro. Bro, I was reading like a, I was reading a, a quote today from a from kevin nash bro and i guess kevin and i think this happened a while back bro i don't think this is new and kevin nash went down to nxt to see sean and he's there with sean and he's watching this stuff and kevin makes this comment to sean man bro like tell him to slow the f down and sean told around and told kevin nope this is the new style. This this is the evolution. This is what people want. And if you don't give if you don't give this to people, they're they're going to turn off the TV and they're going to leave. This is what they want. And Kevin and Kevin and Sean are best friends. And Kevin just basically said to Sean, "Well, you know, it's not what I want. You know what I mean?" But it's like Sean Sean was talking about like. This is the way the style has to be today. Like the the wrestling fans dictated this style to us, and this is the way it had to be. And, and I and I told you, bro, there was a point in time, and I remember many many years ago when I was sitting in front of this computer and I shook my head and I'm like, I never thought I'd see the day where the WWE was catering to the marks. Now now you have Sean saying. This is the way we're presenting it, literally, because this is the way the marks want it. And it's like, my God, I, I, I like if I just, I, I can't imagine Sean reading that statement back and not saying, "Why are we catering to these people?" I mean, you see interviews in a bunch of other industries. I always bring up video games because I pay a lot of attention to it as a video game mark. But they're, even in that industry, they know. Even the diehard fans know. They're not going to make the games for the people that are already going to buy them. They're going to make them to try to get people that wouldn't buy it to buy it. Yeah. Today, they announced that Megan Fox is going to be doing a character in the new Mortal Kombat game. And a lot of the fans, the diehard fans, are complaining. Why why are you spending the money on her? Nobody asked for this. Well, they're not putting her in there for you. They're putting her in in there for hopefully her fan base. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 Whatever, bro. It is what it is. But wrestling is just completely opposite for some reason. Yep. Let's go to this Hollywood tweet that was sent in by Chris (laughs) and you. You also sent this in. 
I we, said we, this. Yeah, so I don't even remember yeah. what I said. If Jeff, when I'm sending something to you, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So, so re- please refresh my memory. So Hollywood tweets, what's something wrestling related? You absolutely tried at home. I'll start. I tried the Triple H spitting water entrance. Don't try this with soda. My cousin put me in the walls of Jericho one time, too. I try super kicks into the air all the time. How about you? <laughs> you said, I, I can't believe WWE won't hire her. That's oh, yeah, no, exactly. But you're, you're, you're not hiring the, the, the 31-year-old <laughs> kick in the air, bro? Like, are you out of your freaking minds? Oh, man, bro. Too, too, too funny. Just too funny, bro. I swear to God, but you want to hear something funny, Jeff? Yeah. Bro, please keep in mind, we, we did establish that Hollywood's 31 years old. Yes. And she's super kicking the air and she's spitting soda like Triple H and all this stuff. Jeff, when we were kids, I know you remember this, but you probably didn't see this, but I'm sure you know about it. Bro, when we were kids, uh, Evil Knievel did the Snake River Canyon jump. Evil Knievel got in a rocket ship. And attempted to uh, attempted to uh, you know jump a canyon. A- actually, bro, the uh, the event was was promoted by Vince McMahon Senior. A lot of people don't know that. I've never Vince, heard that. Vince McMahon Senior promoted the event, right? So of course, you know, Evil Knievel smacked right into the canyon. You know, the whole nine yards. But Jeff, we saw this when we were kids. Jeff, I had to be about, I'm going to say, twelve. 12. So I'm probably 20 years younger than Hollywood at this point. Bro, we would find any freaking wood we could find in our garages. Then we would find these makeshift wheels off like baby carriages and shit like that. Right, bro? And then we would go down to remember sumps, bro. Remember when you had these sumps? Remember big sumps, bro? They were just like big dirt holes, whatever, whatever, bro. But there was this black top road straight down leading into this sump. And, bro, we used to makeshift these freaking go-karts, go down these deep inclines thinking we were evil Knievel. Bro, remember when you were a kid, you always used to skin your knees like every other day so bad they were never healed, Jeff. And you were skinning them over and over. Bro, we would be bleeding with scabs all over our body and shit trying to be evil Knievel in the Snake River Canyon. But the moral to this story, Jeff, is I was 12. (laughs) I was 12. I was not 31, Jeff. I was 12. All right, let's go to some Nick Houseman video. This was sent by. Hold on, Jeff. Let me set it up correctly. I did a lot of things as Ronaldo Piven. A lot of great things. But nothing has ever brought me the attention as like a moment with Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns in in a WrestleMania scrum. Or, or CM Punk staring me down. So when you're, you're in that moment and you got somebody, you know, you're that's super talented or whatever, and, and you can make a moment like that. Yes, that, 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 uh, Ronaldo Pippen. Yes. Yeah. In this clip, sent in by Gabe Tuff, he's being interviewed. He is the journalist that broke the CM Punk Jack Perry story or altercation at All In in London. Nick, welcome. To the whip show, man. 
I, hey, Whip, it's wonderful to be here. I want to uh, real quick give due uh, credit to my good friend Sean Ross Sapp at Fightful, who actually broke the news that the altercation I love this. They didn't even get his name. They put his name as Nick House. <laughs> <laughs> Nick House, bro. Nick, Nick House. house. Good friend Sean got, Ross he, did, he did get the logo in, though, bro. Yeah. yeah. Fightful, who actually broke the news that the altercation happened. We've kind of been tag teaming back and forth with specific details uh, it's about like, how it's, it all it's went. Like, down. It's like, this is their freaking life. Like two wrestlers have a backstage altercation and this is their life, bro. How pathetic, like I- I'm being honest here, bro. How pathetic of a life do you have to have when when him and Sean Sapp are going back and forth, back and forth, reporting on something that means absolutely nothing? Nothing, Jeff, nothing. And again, let's establish, bro, these are the, 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 if they're not already in their 40s, they're very close to it. Let's establish that. My God, bro, what kind of an existence do you have to have that uh, 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 an altercation between Jungle Boy and CM Punk is your very existence, bro? Altercation happened. We've kind of been tag teaming back and forth with specific details uh, about how it all went down. So I understand the confusion. But yes, uh, the, the Jack Perry story. And just now, like 15 minutes ago on the site, I broke the news for all the fans out there. Uh, CM Punk is not likely for uh, this weekend's collision. He broke the news for all the fans out there. God, bro, it's 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 pathetic, man. I'm I'm sorry, man. That's pathetic, bro. It is so freaking pathetic. My God, you know. Besides the Roman Reigns Paul Heyman moment. <laughs> This guy's last two years, his entire persona has been based around CM Punk and AEW. So, now Punk's gone. What is he going to do? <laughs> it's, it's, it's so embarrassing. Bro, listen. bro. I, he, every sport across the board, bro, players are going at it constantly, bro. Especially, Jeff, especially football on the practice field. Like, they are constant. Do you really think – reporters that are covering that team are carrying on like this this is why it's so embarrassing to me bro for me to be associated with something that these people are part of hollywood's kicking the air you know this freaking idiot is so excited because two wrestlers had a fight it's so freaking embarrassing man and on the other side you don't See NFL players, a fight happens in their locker room, so that they call up the the yeah, reporter. Hey, exactly. these people just got in a fight. You know? Yeah, exactly. You it's, don't hear about it unless it's public. You it's know, so, it, like I, I swear to God, bro, it's like I I I literally want to vomit on these guys. Like I, I serious that 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 that's how sick it makes me with how freaking ridiculous and Mickey Mouse it makes our industry, but. There's going to be Tony, the next scrum. Hey, come on in, Sappy, Sappy, come on in, Housey. Yeah, the house, the house, the, what's the name of the show, bro? The house of Houseman. Hey, House, yeah, come on in, yeah, hey, Hollywood, come on in, man. Yeah, hit me with a super kick. Bro, I, the, the, the level it's at 
is so I can't imagine like just a, a Bruno San Martino being alive today or a superstar Billy Graham like and looking at this shit. I saw like bro a a Jesse Ventura. Like, can can you imagine, bro? We got a new game we're gonna play. It's called "What Is Dave Meltzer Looking At." <laughs> <laughs> this was sent in by FB4E Podcast. What is Dave Meltzer looking at? Oh my god! It, wait, that's Hollywood that's there, Hollywood. huh? Bro, yeah. who's the bro? Who's the dude with the open shirt down to his freaking navel? Who's this guy? That's now? that Zarian guy. He called the people at USA, and nobody knew about you. And Stevie Richards. Talk to him. Oh, that's him. Okay, now who's the other guy? The other guy, I believe, is that other co-host we see sometimes in the videos. I can't remember his name, but and that is Hollywood, right? Hollywood, yes. Bro, I see. I bro, I'm just being honest with you. And if you guys are on the audio, Meltzer is looking directly at her chest. Yeah, this is bro. Listen, they're, they're all obviously they're all obviously at a wrestling event. Either it's a hotel lobby. Ready to go to a wrestling event. Here, 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 here we got Hollywood wearing a skirt up to her, you know, hey nanny nanny. And and, and Mel's is looking at her cleavage. But my thing is that's Alvarez, right? On the right, yeah. Yeah. Bro, I swear to God, my thing is if I'm Alvarez's wife and and I see this picture, like seriously, like it, bro, I swear to God, if I was Alvarez and my wife saw this picture. She would be like, what, what, what are you doing over there? You're, you're covering what with who? And, and me, me and your daughter are, are home. And this is what I swear to God, bro. My, my wife would be so bullshit at me if she saw. I mean, bro, literally you, you got four guys here act, acting like they're in a fraternity. I mean, that, that, that's what this looks like. This looks like a college fraternity shot. This is like, this is freaking pathetic to me. Pathetic to me. It was last year at this same event, All In, where we had that fantastic Tony Khan drinking water clip. That's your thing. That, that th- Those are your favorites, bro. You, you mark out for the Tony Khan drinking water things, bro. Well, a year later, you got to give an encore. This was sent in by... J12 and Scott Smith. <laughs> why why is he so aggressive the way well, he is? Bro, first of all, there's so there's, aggressive. Like that the There's another pattern. There's another pattern here. Why is he always got to drink water from the side? Like literally, why he picks up the water and he's got to turn sideways, like he's gonna hit somebody in the head with the freaking. You can't, bro, bro, Jeff. Every time on this show, I'm drinking. All right, I got my my I got my Penelope cup here. Am I doing this? Wait a minute, everybody. <laughs> like what? What? What is that? He what? He can't look into the camera and drink. <laughs> play play this again, bro. Play this again. I do gotta say this, bro. Something happened where he did start dressing nicer. Yeah. yeah. Something so we, we gotta see if he digresses or he continues the trend. He definitely started dressing a lot nicer. You know our listeners will find out any information. Right. They know why he has to turn sideways to drink. 
No, but you notice oh. he's always drinking that green, the green bottle. Yes, yes. That's how the promoter found out what it is. It's the Mountain Valley Spring Water. It's Mountain Valley Spring, spring water. water. Bottled at the source in the Kachita Mountains, USA. Very nice. Very nice. These guys find out <laughs> what kind of water is he drinking. They'll figure it out. Yeah. They'll find it out. All right, let's go to, I believe this was either a TikTok video or a YouTube video of an Australian comedian influencer guy. And he was asking WWE fans about Logan Paul. This was sent in by Alex Helene. What do you want to say to Logan Paul after his performance tonight? Logan, I'm glad you lost. F*** you, premiership. Stay away from wrestling. Fuck you. <laughs> he's a fake. He's a phony. And here's a map where you can shove those pine bottles. Oh, then that's what you get, mate. That's what happens. I respect everything he's done so far. Definitely put the work in. However, championship material, not so much. Logan Paul's a wanker. Logan's a wanker. Logan's a wanker. <laughs> Logan is a wanker. He's a wanker. Oh, back to where you belong, Logan Paul. We all hate him. Fuck you, Logan. God, these are these are today's wrestling fans, bro. These these are them. I, I mean, these, these are them. And and then, bro, you want to wonder why people like this hate Vince Russo? Because these are not normal people. They're no. they're not they're not normal people. These are not normal people, bro. Play that clip. Play that clip one more time. I, I want I want to take in like just all all these people. Yeah, these are the people making these tweets all the time. Yeah. What do you want to say to Logan Paul after his performance tonight? Logan, I'm glad you lost. F- you premiership. Stay away from wrestling. You. He's a fake, he's a phony, and here's a map where you can shove those pine bottles. Oh, then that's what you get, mate. That's what happens. I respect everything he's done so far. Definitely put the work in. However, championship material, not so much. Logan Paul's a wanker. Logan's a wanker. Logan's a wanker. Logan is a wanker. He's a wanker. Oh, back to where you belong, Logan Paul. Is that right? Oh, I swear to God, it's like you put fans outside of any event, a concert, a, a game, a, a, a ice capades. The circus. You put fans outside of any of you, you. You you don't see this anywhere. You don't see this anywhere. You know where you, I, here's where you see this at, bro. Like there are two places you see wrestling and and comic cons. That that that's where yeah, these. But, but even at comic cons, they don't act like this. Yeah, they're just dressed up. It's just, wrestling fans are weird. God, bro, it's I swear it, it, it's it's just, it's just getting like we're, we're past cringe. Yeah. yeah, there were a couple of times on this show I wanted to use cringe. It's past cringe. It it really is, bro. All right, here's the crossover. I don't know if we wanted it. I don't know if we deserve it, but we're gonna get it. This was sent in by Carl H, and we have a nice picture <laughs> of Houseman and Hollywood together. Houseman tweets, nearly one year ago today, we were sitting front row next to each other for a pretty memorable. This is what I mean, drum. bro. Both we're of, back. Yeah, we're back. Both of these people, you got to understand something, bro. For, for, those, for, for those of you guys that are married out there and for you women that are married out there, we do have some married women watching this show. These are two people, bro, that are in another country. Okay, and their spouses are a thousand miles away looking at this picture. You know, House if, if Houseman's wife and Hollywood's husband, they're supposed to be away carrying covering wrestling, and I'm sitting at home and this freaking picture comes up on my computer. 
Like seriously, bro. Like that, that you'd rather be with that dude when, instead of me. You'd rather be in another country mugging with this dude instead of me. If if I'm Houseman's wife or if I'm Hollywood's husband, that's what I'm saying. That don't 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 give me it's part of your freaking job, bro. Because you what you could watch the you could watch the show from home. You could interview people on Zoom. Don't give me bullshit. You're going there to get content. Bullshit, bro. You can interview people sitting at your home. You can watch the same exact show in front of a freaking computer with your husband or with your wife. That's the, that, that's the part that I don't get, bro. When, when I was on the road, Jeff, away from my wife and my family, I was away from my wife and family begrudgingly, begrudgingly. Jeff, I am not bullshitting you, and maybe I wasn't the norm. Jeff, the minute, the minute I would get in my car and start heading to the airport, Jeff, I was counting down the moments. I'm not bullshitting you. Jeff, I swear to God, I had to go to UK once, Jeff. Um, I, I, no, it, it wasn't me and you. It was before me and you. Jeff, I had to go to UK once. I think I was there for 10 days. Jeff, I literally was carrying around in my pocket a calendar where I was crossing every day off. I swear to God, man, bro, seven more days, six more days, five more days. When I was at TV, bro, I swear to God, all, all I was thinking about was going home. That's all I was thinking about. These freaking marks here that have spouses can't wait to leave the house. They literally can't wait to leave the house to be amongst each other. Some, something's wrong with that, bro. Something is freaking wrong with that. And you see how important they think they are in these events are oh, that he, God, he's got to give a, a historical timeline. It was nearly one year ago today, yeah. and we were both sitting in the front row. Yeah. For a memorable scrum, yeah. and I bet I bet you I, I bet you yeah, and I bet you Jeff one year ago today he was wearing that same exact shirt. I guarantee it because every time I look at this freaking goof, he looks like a tablecloth. Let's go to the scrum. This was sent in by Chris, and this is Tony Khan with Brian Danielson. Thank you very much. Have a great I, I heard I heard about that, but I, I didn't see it. Play it back. Let me see this again. Thank you very much. Have a great night. Imagine I do that. Okay, imagine I do that strat match, and then I get her walking on the side. Yeah. All right, so for those on the audio, Danielson kind of fell back. Vince, now I'm telling you, when you see that hug coming <laughs> – I think he got spooked. Oh, you think that's what it was? He was trying to get out of Dodge? Bro? Yeah, I think he got He was trying to get out of Dodge so quick he almost injured himself. Yeah, yeah or he got scared. Ah, they end up doing a hug, and he's not too into it. Now with that in mind, I want to look. Now I'm yeah. looking at it from a different perspective. Yeah, I think the hug is coming. Oh, shit. He got spooked. He got scared. Thank you very much. Have a great night. Oh, yeah. 
Okay. He was definitely he was definitely trying to get some some distance between himself and Khan. You can clearly see that, bro. He was trying to get arm's length from the dude. You can clearly see that. I mean, how frightened would you be if you saw him? You saw Tony Khan coming in, and you knew what was coming. And, and, and shot, no, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. And and then what's with the ET finger? What? What? Why is he putting up the go home finger for I, like I, two I, two minutes? I don't know. And I do that strap match, and then I get hurt walking on the set. <laughs> that would be my life. <laughs> I think he got spooked by the hug. <laughs> oh, God, bro. <laughs> uh, tremendous. It appears Dave Meltzer has a new girlfriend. We're going to see if it's proof anyway. It seems to be proof. Now, this was sent in by FB4E Podcast. So this woman clearly, the way she has her arm, grabbing his arm. Why do we have to blur out her face? I mean, we're showing everybody else. I don't. I don't understand. I didn't want people to focus on what she looks like. I, I mean, I do. Like, I, I, I can't. I can't. I can't make any decisions here with a mosaic face. I, I, this woman doesn't deserve her appearance being judged on a wrestling show because she's dating this goof. I uh, don't. The, 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 I, I, the way I, she's got her her hand in his arm, grabbing him nah. like that. Listen. There's, okay. I have no doubt that's his girlfriend. Look, I do. all wrestling marks. I do. One random woman is in there holding. Yeah, I, I, I do. I do, bro. I do. Because first of all, bro, like, let, let's be honest. Can, can we rule out that Dave Meltzer would have actually taken a woman with him on this trip? I, I think we can absolutely rule that out. If, so, well, I don't know for a fact that this was in London. Oh uh, yeah, it was yeah, bro. Where, where 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 else would they all be together like this? I don't know, and I, I I don't know. I don't know when this was uh, when this was taken. So it's recent. That's all I know. Yeah, yeah. There, there's there, there there's not enough for me to go on. I w- I would think this is just a a long time wrestling flan- fan slash journalist from the UK that he's known for a long time. Like that's that's what I I can't imagine Meltzer going on a trip to the overseas to the UK and bringing a woman with him, bro. But if they're not together, would she be grabbing onto him like that? Yeah, if they if they're good friends and they've known each other a long time, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, bro. Bro, if I, if I bro, if if I got my picture taken with Goldilocks tomorrow, she would do she would she would do that to me. Absolutely. I guess, absolutely. I guess we need more. I hope I hope it's his girlfriend. I hope he's got a girlfriend. Yeah. And I um, hope he doesn't scare her off because of yeah. wrestling. Yeah. But uh I guess we need some more information on that. So the investigation what, 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 what about the guy in the green pointing it like, look, here he is. I'm I'm here with Dave Meltzer. Look at him. He's right here. Here he is, like Meltzer's Michael Jordan or something. <laughs> yeah. Are we sure that's a recent photo? For, as far as I know, anyway. Yeah. As far as I know. That's not his girlfriend. That's not his girlfriend. <laughs> it's not i could tell that it's not it's not she's too um she's too professional looking she's too adult looking she's too grown up looking no bro that's that's not that's not the type of woman that dave Meltzer is gonna draw no i'm no no it's not his girlfriend <laughs> i hope it is Gabe Tuff found this old Nick Houseman clip video from when he was on WrestleZone. I guess he 
was doing something at a comic con, and so so this is kind of after after Piven before House. Yes. Okay. So he he put up this clip video of himself, and uh, I muted most of the audio because it's got a song in it. So I don't know if it was copyright, but this is ridiculous. Blast covering C2E2 in Chicago for WrestleZone TV, and here's a couple of my personal favorite highlights from the weekend. Look at this goof. You guys are missing this if you're on the super kick one, super kick two. Let's see how many super kicks are in this video. Well, that's an actual video game. He is so weird. Super kick three. Super kick four. I love you. I'm sorry. Super kick five. With that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for watching all of our videos, and we'll see you in Dallas. <laughs> he did five super kicks in that video. I, I, I bro, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. I, I, I just, I don't. I just don't understand how these people carry on in life like this. I don't. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't, bro. I'm. I'm I don't. Well, let's go to a Dave Meltzer tweet. It's comments like these that shows his shows his bias off when he has to reply like this. So this was in a thread where Dave had originally put out a tweet that CM Punk and Jack Perry were suspended. So this was before Punk got fired or anything that they were suspended for the incident. Uh, this was sent in by Liam Smith and Greg O'Grady. So somebody replied to that tweet by Dave and said, imagine some random jobber taking shots at the biggest name in the company in the old days. Surely that wouldn't take a second in making the owner fire that person. But in this case, the jobber only gets suspended. Tony Khan couldn't handle this wrestling business, AKA the friends hangout place. So Dave responds to this. The same thing happened multiple times over the years in WWF, and I wrote about it in detail when it did. So I guess you'd have to say the same about Vince McMahon in 1997, except he never promoted a show that drew as many people. What, what am I missing? Why would we have to say the same about Vince McMahon in 1997? But somebody lower on the card would would uh, take shots at the biggest name in the company and Vince McMahon didn't fire him. I, that's what he's insinuating here. Well, well, well I, I was there in 97, so what, what are we talking about? Right. I mean, Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels are both at the top of the company. No, that bro, he, 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 is, he is exactly what, what, he is exactly what would have happened. Said veteran and said jobber uh, would have went into a room, okay, and said veteran would have either threatened his life and put the, you know, fear of God in him or the veteran would have jacked him up. And would Vince McMahon have done a damn thing about it? No, bro, because they're men, and that's how they're going to settle it, like men. That's exactly how it would have went down. I have no idea what he's talking about. In 1997, bro, I was in the thick of things. And and Shawn Michael and Bret Hart, yeah, bro, they had a freaking fight in the shower. What What does that have to do with this? It's 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 two completely different things. This guy's talking about a a rookie, 
um, you know, a, a, a rookie disrespecting a veteran. No, bro, it would not go down that way, uh, in the WWE now or then the two, the two individuals would have settled it one way or another. But this is where his bias shows is the last thing he right, said. Of course, that's so. Except petty. he never promoted a show that drew as many people. Like, yeah, okay, well, why would you even? Right. So stupid. Hey, bro, please. All right, it's time for the closer. Thank God. So this was sent in by Evil Jackalopes, J12, Matthew Ortiz, Big Evil Pops, Jared Don, and Phil the Promoter. Now there was a bunch of different versions of this. I chose the one that I believe has the best audio the best camera, and the most content. So this is the entire time, right after Tony Khan had fired CM Punk, before the collision in Chicago, he goes out in front of the crowd. We're going to stop this as we go. Uh, it's okay. I understand. It's yeah, okay. I, I understand. I'm, I'm just waiting to get the part with this is home for me. I grew up in uh, uh, Champaign, Illinois. Who gives a shit? Well, yeah, that's next. It's yeah, because CM, CM Punk's not the only one from here, guys. Yeah, yeah we're, we're going to hit them with don't boo me because I grew up here, bro. Like, seriously, bro? Yeah, like he thought that this would get him more. He, th- I, I swear, he thinks he's going to be more over than CM. Punk. I swear, bro. I do not know how somebody, somebody, bro, Shivani, Jr. Jr. is probably, you know, probably not healthy enough. But Shivani, Arn Anderson, Jeff Jarrett, bro, tackle this fool before he goes out for this promo. Just laughing take, at him, Vince. bro. <laughs> take him down at the knees in the back. Do not let him go out and cut this promo, bro. And they didn't like when he sat down either. Yeah. Yeah, there's booze for that. Like it's like he he's like his class is misbehaving and he's the teacher, so he's gonna sit down until they quiet down. I mean, it's so condescending. I have never done this before. I wanted to come out and talk to you before the show starts. Usually, when I come out here in Chicago, uh, in front of friends and family, when I come out here. Chicago in front of friends and family. So, okay. Well, his dad is there, apparently. Yeah. Okay, well, there. every hey, listen, everybody, let's stop booing Tony because he got friends and family here, bro. Yeah. So let's stop, let's stop booing him. That's why he's saying that. He's saying I got friends and family here. You can't boo me in front of my friends and family. You're embarrassing me, guys. Bro, you got to understand, this is Chicago, bro. Like, this is like right behind Philly. Like, as far as the toughest freaking crowds, the toughest people, the toughest fans, this is right behind Philly, bro. And it's their guy. Yeah, yeah. Their guy just got fired that they're all expecting to be at the show that they bought tickets for. Right. Uh, I'm from this great state. I'm from the great state of Illinois myself. I'm from the great city myself. Yep, it's oh, right there. God. Don't don't boo me. Uh, CM Punk's not the only one from here, guys. I'm from here too. I grew up downstate in Champaign, and to come here to this building was pretty much the biggest deal in the world to me. 
Well, his dad was really there. Yeah, because I think he even says that. Man, that's that. Man, that's huge. His dad witnessing this, like that's. I, I believe that's where I got it from. Is I think he says it. If he doesn't say it here, then then I'm confusing myself. Yeah. But I think he says it. Till I was 28 years old, I had never spent more than two and a half weeks in a row out of Illinois. Well, what, what's he gonna give it? He's gonna take us down memory road lane now. He's gonna tell us what elementary school he went to, bro. Like, who gives a shit about it? Why is he saying any of this? Sympathy. Jeez, bro! Seriously, man, this this dude just does not have a clue, man. I love it here very much. I love bringing pro wrestling here. This weekend means a lot to me. Five years ago, I came. It wasn't actually in the city, as many of you remember. Five years ago, it was it was out in Hoffman Estates near uh, the streets of Woodfield. I went to the they ain't stopping, bro. Like, they're not stopping. Usually you boo somebody like even Trump. <laughs> like, usually you boo the guy and then you stop and let him talk. He says something, then you boo him again. Yeah, because you want to hear what to boo. You Exactly. You- they're booing, like, straight through this, bro. It's the biggest independent wrestling show of all time. Give a shit about any of this, bro. That's why they're booing. It they're saying we don't care, bro. You fired our guy that was supposed to be here tonight. We had AEW all in. That was the biggest pro wrestling show of all time. Period. We sold more tickets to that show than any wrestling show in the history of the wrestling business. It's very important to me to keep... The Bro, look, stop for a second. Bro, look at these two. Those two bald-headed guys, uh, the, one of them is behind the camera there. Bro, look how huge these dudes are. He, They were obviously, obviously sent out there because he was afraid somebody was going to do something. These two bald-headed dudes, actually, there's three. I don't know if the guy on the far left is security, but yeah, he they, looks like he might be in the crowd. Yeah, no, I, and I'm not. I'm not counting him. I'm not yeah. counting him. There's two guys to his right that are huge security guys, bro. Oh, alive! Oh, see, see, see? Yep. Yeah, those two guys. The two guys to the right are definitely, and they're right yeah, there. One's even got a headset on. Yeah, they are right there. Like, so nobody's going near him, bro. Why in God's name would you put yourself through this? Why would you do this, bro? This is a press release. We are sorry to announce that AEW and Phil whatever have parted ways. Uh, We wish Phil luck in his future. That's all this is, bro. That is it. Why, Jeff, why in God's name would anybody put themselves through this? 
you would think he didn't think this was the reaction he was going to get. I'm Tony Khan. No, they no way. Me. No way, Jeff. I disagree. No but way. The no way, way at the beginning, he was acting at the beginning like he didn't expect that. Bro, this is like this is like the owner of a team trading the biggest player on the team. The, the, the New York Giants trading Lawrence Taylor and the owner of the Giants going out before the game and explaining it. Bro, nobody's ever done this. Like in the history of sports, nobody's ever done this. There is no way, Jeff, no way this guy honestly believes he's going to be able to go out there and win them over. He's, 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 Bro, he he's I, mentally I think, challenged if he thinks that. I that I honestly think he does because he we've seen he does not like to be in situations that make him look bad. Ariel Hawani, anybody that he doesn't he doesn't answer these questions. He doesn't want to talk about anything negative. I don't think if he actually thought that this was going to happen and these videos would be everywhere of everybody booing him that he would have done this. I don't think he likes the visuals of this. How could he not think that, Jeff? Because I'm Tony Khan. They're my people. I'm one of them. I'm going to, I'm going to tell them what happened and they're going to understand. They're going to understand if I'm honest with them. Yeah. I want to hear what he says. I didn't see this. That's my, that's my guess. Uh, Let's see. Let's hear the rest of it. And then we'll see. Think about it. You got two big shows coming up. You, this is how you want to set the tone. <laughs> I know. No, seriously, bro. This, this is point. how you want to set the tone before the two big shows you have out here this weekend. This is what you want to do. I wonder if he was worried that there'd be CM Punk chants throughout the entire show on TV. So this this would uh, stop that from happening. I, I can't imagine like being fired from a job and then having the person that fired me go talk to 10,000 people about firing me. Like, this is bizarre. Yeah, bro. This whole thing is bizarre. I'm like you, and if I were in your shoes, I could totally understand how a lot of you feel one way or the other. But I just want to tell you, uh, I'm out here because I had to do something I did not want to do today. I'm very, I'm very sorry. A discipline committee in AEW uh, that is independent. A discipline committee, bro. It, like they sound like grade school kids, bro. That that you know they were bad kids. Now we got to discipline you guys, and I got a discipline committee that's going to advise me of how to. Di- bro, we're talking about grown ass men here, bro. Philly is in his fifties almost. My God, bro. <laughs> oh my God. Can, can you believe that he's? saying all this information i like i can't believe he is saying all this information bro you know you know every one of the guys in the back jr on down are like taz like what what are you doing you fool and he, he just said it was comprised of lawyers. Like, why why are you telling all the people all these details? It's like, why do they need this information? 
to make yourself look better so they don't hate you? It wasn't me that came up with it. I made the decision, but the lawyers told me to do it this way. Like, <laughs> uh, that is independent and it's uh, comprised the majority of lawyers. And I also brought in outside legal counsel. I hired independent lawyers to investigate this and make a recommendation. Hold on, hold on for a second, bro. Because his claim, his claim is he was physically uh, afraid of his life. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that. Okay, in other words, but here's what I'm getting. He was a part of this. Like, he was there, and he was present, and he felt threatened. So what, what are they investigating? You you were there. You experienced this. You you have to hire investigators to confirm that this is what you experienced. Like it is so freaking bizarre, bro. I bet you it's because of what you've been saying that Punk has him over a barrel, and so he's probably thinking if I fire this guy, he's going to sue the shit out of me. So I better make sure that I can legally fire him he's because gonna, he's, he's going to sue the shit out of him anyway, unless yeah. unless he, unless he was given millions and millions and millions of dollars of hush money for this to just go away. Yeah, I doubt it, because normally in those agreements, uh, you agreed to part ways, mutual agreement to go our separate ways or whatever. That Khan says something coming up either in this or I'm going to read the transcript of what he said on TV. I terminated him for cause like he said that. For cause. So to me, Punk didn't get anything unless he was already guaranteed something in this contract. I guarantee there was no settlement for this or he wouldn't have said that. Yeah. It was very, uh, very tough. When I met them, the unanimous recommendation was the action that I took. Yeah, he, 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 he's he's trying to get through this whole thing without saying punk's name yeah which is hysterical the the action which i took instead of i terminated the contract of phil brooks he's trying so hard not to say that I've been going to wrestling shows like you for over 30 years, and the first one I ever went to was with my dad, who's here tonight, downstate in Champaign, Illinois. Oh my God, bro! I can't, I can't imagine, man, putting my dad in a spot like this where people are booing me out of the building. Like I can't imagine doing that to my father, bro. You know, I wonder if his dad's the type of guy that he knows. Like, damn kid, but he's still supportive to to him you know like I don't, who knows yeah. but this is bizarre you would think his dad would know that this this is stupid yeah but like like is he gonna go out and talk in front of the jags crowd like you the example you said uh, uh you know yeah they, they trade their best player is he gonna go yeah. out there in front of the uh the crowd before a sunday game and talk about it <laughs> Now he's putting his dad over. Now, now we've gone to uh, fire and punk to put my dad over. And that's why we're here. And he, everything I know about business, I learned from him. He's a family businessman. This is a family.
what the frick is he doing? This is the first time I'm seeing this. I didn't know he carried on like this. What is he doing? These people are supposed to be excited for an event, a wrestling event that they paid money to see. And this is what they're getting before the show. It's like you said earlier, this is how you want to start kicking this off, the two night shows or whatever. Bro, the bro, before before um a a couple of years ago, before um they went out on tour um again, Fleetwood Mac. Lin, uh Stevie Nicks had a falling out with Lindsey Buckingham. And Stevie Nicks basically told Mick Fleetwood, "It's him or me." It's him or me. You need to choose. I'm not, I'm not touring with Lindsey Buckingham. So, bro, they replaced Lindsey Buckingham with two other musicians. This would be like Stevie Nicks explaining that before every concert, bro. Like literally, yeah, man, Lindsey Buckingham, the original member of Fleetwood Mac, is not here tonight because we had a falling out. And listen, I told Mick, it's that's the equivalent of this. It it really is, bro. These people are there, like you said, Jeff, to have a good freaking time. What are you doing? I can't. I couldn't imagine Vince McMahon doing this. Dana White. Doing oh this. my I mean, God, <laughs> Jeff! Come on, bro. Business. I learned from him. He's a family businessman. This is a family business. And I care about the people who work here. That's the production staff. That's everybody that works here. The wrestlers, but also people you don't think about every day that make this show happen. What, yeah, bro, if you care about the people that work there, the people that work there want wrestlers there that are going to make the company money. Bro, Shawn Michaels threatened me okay and i still knew it was best for business to have Shawn michaels around even after he personally threatened me i didn't i didn't try to get Shawn fired because i hey we need Shawn to make money bro make the show happen what i've been going to wrestling shows for over 30 years as a fan and i've been producing them on tnt here for almost four years now and this was the first time this incident that I have ever feared for my safety in a wrestling show. Oh, what, bro? <laughs> they immediately start booing. Even when he said safety, they started booing. He didn't even get to feared for my life yet. They were already booing just at that feared for my safety. I did not. I did not know he said that line. Yeah, and there's another video. Uh, it was just a very short portion of this, and you hear the the girl filming. You're such a pussy. You're such a pussy. She's yelling at Bro, him. I, I did not know he said this line. Yes. Yeah. And they start booing. Four years now. And this was the first time this incident that I have ever feared for my safety in a wrestling show. That I have ever feared for my life in a wrestling show. Or that I've ever feared for the safety of the people. He stood up and dropped the deep voice to get over their booze. <laughs> Bro, that. What, what are you thinking? thinking what bro can you imagine all the boys in the back when he said that and the crowd well i mean what, oh, what, do, you, what do you think horrible. like cm punk was was going to kill him is that is that what he really thinks this i is, mean this is they probably had a scuffle bumped around into things tables things things fell when you see a normal fight you ever fear for your life like you sound like such a wuss and it's like he's trying to get sympathy guys i thought i was gonna die 
That's why I fired oh, him. Don't Jeff, do it. Th- th- this is awful. This this is worse <laughs> than anything Dixie Carter ever did ever. And he they start booing so loud when he said I fear for my life that he stands up and drops to the deep voice to talk over them. That I have ever feared for my safety in a wrestling show. Bro, I swear to God, if he's doing this, bro, if he, he see, he, here's what's so insane. If he's doing this to set himself up as a heel character on TV, this is phenomenal. <laughs> but that's not why he's doing this, Jeff. Like, if that, like, if, if this were Vince McMahon, that's why he'd be doing it. Like, Vince's, Vince's, Vince McMahon didn't screw Brett. Brett screwed Brett, was setting up a heel Vince McMahon. <laughs> this is not what he's doing. No. Oh God. Wait a minute now. There's people backstage with artificial joints that Phil's gonna beat up, bro. <laughs> What? What, bro? CM Punk is going to hurt people with artificial joints now, bro. Oh, God. Oh, You shouldn't have to worry about getting hurt or worse. Where is this? Where is this coming, Jeff? Where is this coming from? I swear to God, I am shocked, Jeff. I am shocked that they didn't start pelting him with shit. (laughs) Seriously, like, I'm just waiting for the Rotten Tomatoes to come flying on stage. Oh that's all. God. That's all that's missing from this. <laughs> Come to work. So I work on AEW every single week. I'm sorry, I can't have that, and I won't have that. And that's why I made it very. Oh, hold on. Does he, bro? Please tell me he doesn't throw the mic down when he's done. I don't think he does. No. <laughs> I like how he keeps standing up when he gets excited or I, wants to talk loud. I'm just true. I'm just like I'm now. I'm going through the roster. Who's got artificial joints that that uh, CM Punk's gonna yeah, be? And if they're wrestlers, they're not scared for their lives. Oh okay? my god, bro! Oh. So work on AEW every single week. I'm sorry, I can't have that, and I won't have that. And that's why I made a very tough choice. What you punked out? You punked out. That's what. That's what they're chanting, bro. Is that why he went? No, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. And if you want to look, look. No, no. I didn't punk out. No, no. Look, (laughs) bro. This is great. This is the greatest clip we've ever had on this show. Far and away, bro. You know what? I don't think he was doing that to the crowd. I think he was doing that to the security guy. The guy put up his hand. And see, he was like five something. I don't know, yeah. five minutes before they go on the air or something. And he's like 
trying to wrap it, him up. Yeah, that, maybe counting him down. Yeah. yeah, I think he's. I think he's doing that to him. No, no, no. And if you want to look, look. First and foremost, the, the, the recommendation was from the committee, but the decision was mine. I'm sorry for anybody who's upset, but I want you to know that I know you're all here tonight because we love professional wrestling. This company is a lot better than professional wrestling, and I know there's wrestlers here that every single one of you care about. They're all going to work very hard to put on a great episode of Collision for you here tonight. I, I think he's doing this so they don't hijack the show. I think he's trying to do this to calm, to make sure there's no CM Punk chance throughout the entire show. Uh, I, th- I, think I, he's do- I think he's doing this, Jeff, because he's afraid they're not going to like him anymore. I, yeah. I really do. That's, yeah. that's yeah. why he's doing this, Jeff. Yeah. They're not going to like me anymore. Hold on, he never said what he did. No, so yeah, if you if you didn't read the internet, which he never said he never said I I released CM Punk, I fired CM Punk. He never said that. Yeah, so he's assuming everybody in the audience knows what he's talking about. I'm sorry if I disappointed you. I love you very much. Thank you for being here. God, bro, I did what I had to do. My God, bro, with every freaking wrestler that I ever worked with got got fired because of getting a fight and he and, and Vince had to protect you know how many wrestlers would have been fired. So that wasn't it. Now, I can't show this because of copyright, but sent in by Matthew Ortiz, Ed oh, Miller, and Jeff, Big Evil Pops, and Christopher Dice. If that wasn't bad enough, he went on the air at the beginning of Collision on TNT and aired out all their dirty laundry yeah. on the show. This yeah. is how the show kicked off. This is what he and said. And how many people and how many people turned it off when they knew Punk was no longer with the company? I think like 200,000 or something like that. Yeah, it, it was ridiculous. But this is what he said on the air today. I had to make one of the toughest decisions of my professional career today. I terminated Phil Brooks, CM Punk for cause. This stems from a backstage incident at AEW all in last Sunday. The incident was regrettable and it endangered people backstage. This includes the production staff, the people who help put the show on every week, innocent people who had nothing to do with it. I've been going to wrestling shows for over 30 years this is like the same line he just said. I've been producing them on this network for nearly four years. Never in all that time have I ever felt until last Sunday that my security, my safety, my life was in danger at a wrestling show. I don't think anybody should feel that way at work. I don't think the people I work with should feel that way. And I had to make a very difficult choice today. It came at the recommendation of a discipline committee here in AEW, as well as outside legal counsel who delivered a unanimous recommendation and I have followed up on that recommendation. I'm sorry to any fans who are upset by this. I'm sorry to anyone who's upset by this. Despite that, we're going to have a great show tonight on Collision. And we're going to have a great AEW All Out pay-per-view tomorrow here in Chicago. 
Last weekend was the greatest weekend in AEW history. This is the greatest week in AEW history. So this this is just bizarre yeah, that, that yeah that he goes on start again. You're watching a TV show. They start with this crap, right? If I'm CM Punk, you just went on TV and insinuated that I was going to kill people, right? I, I'm how do you not have a lawsuit just by airing this person? I mean, does CM Punk say yes? Go talk about my personal information of getting fired on the air. I mean, is that okay? And insinuate that because of my actions, people were scared they were going to die. I would be suing the shit out of this guy for for and who knows what else he may be suing him for because of the actual incident, getting fired, his contract, all that stuff. Just for this alone, going on national TV and insinuating that people's lives were in danger because of me. Holy shit. Yeah, and at the end of the day, what's any what's any attorney going to prove? Any attorney is going to prove a, a wrestler lost their temper. I'm sure that's happened many times in wrestling before where a wrestler loses their temper. Was there an intent to kill here? Was there an intent to harm here? Is is Phil Brooks a murderer? Like, oh my, bro, this is, this is such, like, he's done a lot in the four years. This is such a horrible, horrible look. This, this is a, hey, bro, listen, at least we've got multiple uh, episodes for Dark Side of the Ring. Like, bro, they, 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 they got a whole season now just on this. Man, bro, what a, what a bad look. I, I swear to God, bro, bro man, my, oh, my God. I, I, I think of me me saying that stuff with my father present, and I'm like, man, bro. I mean, seriously, what a wuss. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, bro. legit, if you were scared, keep it to yourself, man. Like, don't go out there and announce to everybody how pathetic you were. If I was in that situation... And I let let I mean who knows what happened. There there was a report that a monitor fell near Tony Khan or perhaps hit him on the leg or something, right? So let let's say that's what happened. We don't know this, but if I'm there and these guys get in a fight and one pushes another one into a table and a monitor falls on my leg and for some reason I think I'm going to die, I'm not going to tell anybody in that moment I thought I was going to die. I'm going to keep that to myself. This is like, why would you even tell people this that? This is awful. This is awful for him, bro. It's it's really awful for, bro. I told you, man. There was that one time. I, I'm 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 in a room with Goldberg alone. Nobody else is in the room, bro. And he's huffing and puffing and snorting a foot away from my face. Okay, Jeff. And I and I basically said to him very calmly, "If you're gonna hit me, hit me, because you're not gonna intimidate me." Why did I say that, bro? Because I knew the guy wasn't going to hit me. I, do you really think Bill Goldberg is going to hit Vince Russo and now Vince Russo is going to sue Bill Goldberg for all that money? You think Bill Goldberg is that stupid? So, like, Punk, it's exactly what you said, Jeff. Punk didn't threaten him. A, a, a monitor probably fell on the guy during the scuffle, and, 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 uh, and CM Punk probably cut a promo on Tony Khan. That's probably the extent of what happened. You know, and we go back to that tweet earlier in the show where the guy said back in the day, if a jobber disrespected a, oh. 
a star like that. But that's probably where a lot of Punk's frustration comes from, that that, that is allowed there because he yeah. is a veteran. He's somebody right. that has accomplished a lot in this business. He paid his dues, as they say. He got to the top of the card in WWE. He's been a longtime veteran. Here's a smart mouth rookie mouthing off in his face, but that behavior is allowed there. Right. Yeah, no, it was done. So I guarantee you that's where a lot of his frustration comes from is that that this is the environment that that's a lot the disrespect is allowed here and bro it's funny too because you know like tony khan uh dixie carter came from the outside world and when when dicey stuff like this would happen dixie would never act on it bro she was too afraid to act on it and it would you know escalate and escalate and escalate and she she wouldn't do a damn thing bro it's very very um this is a bad look for him bro i mean i don't i don't know how you spin this i really think this is gonna hurt business i think this is gonna hurt aew the same bro let's be honest jeff the same marks that watch the show are going to watch the show but i promise you a a a fair uh percentage of those marks were seeing punk fans so like you're uh, you're not gonna gain you're not gonna gain viewers over this no, he's the only thing that people talk talk about. Yeah. Like yeah. that's gone now. And who knows what he's going to do at this point forward because he's not stupid. Yeah, no. I mean, he may act stupid. He may have done a stupid thing backstage that we don't know about. Maybe he grabbed Tony. We don't know. In the in the heat of the moment, you can do stupid things even though if you're very intelligent. But he's a smart guy. If he's got Tony Khan by the balls, he's going to go out there and make him look freaking stupid, however bro, this, he does it. This guy's got a gold mine with Tony Khan. <laughs> like, he, bro, and I'm not talking about a, a couple of million dollars. I'm talking about, you know, it, it, I, I know he doesn't have any kids, but, man, I'm talking about he, he, he's, he can make enough money off of Tony Khan to leave, to leave millions behind for generations and generations to come, bro. What a... Oh my God! And you imagine the the Marky stories he knows of this guy. Like oh, if he wanted to embarrass him, he could. And maybe he will. Yeah, maybe he will. Maybe, maybe maybe it does go to court. Maybe shit does come out in court, bro. We'll see. You know what I mean? It just seems like fi- firing the the one guy. We don't know if Perry's getting fired by this point. Anyway, who knows? You're just creating a more pro instead of fixing this. Yeah. It's like it's going to get worse. I think something's going to come out of this. It's not over. Oh no way! Yeah, no, absolutely, Jeff. No, no, no. This is this is far, far from over. But a very, a very, very, very bad look for Tony Khan, bro. (laughs) Seven minute talk with the crowd about firing a wrestler. Yeah, tremendous. All right, Jeff, what is going on in your world, my friend? Well, if you guys would like to submit clips for this show, you do so to me. The only place I take submissions is Jeff Lane's email at gmail.com. If you submit tweets, please include both a link and a screenshot to the tweet. If you submit audio and video clips, please make them MP4s for video, MP3s for audio, around 30 seconds to a minute. Jeff Lane's email at gmail.com. Yeah, guys, remember to check out uh, patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC, bro. There's a bonus show castrating the marks. There's, hey, Ma, I'm doing a show in the basement. All of it starts at 75 cents a week. Check it out, bro. Patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC, bro. For me and Jeff Lane, we'll see you next week.